Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I'm Brad. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're having a great day. You know, we haven't talked about coffee much here at the show, and I think that's an oversight. Uh, I wanted to get into that today. Maybe it's because I've sort of just not been exploring new coffees much. I've been sticking to what I know, you know, the, the house brews, I call them, here at the Coffee Buzz Studios. For me right now, that is Pete's Big Bang, and it's Rudamaya. And uh, man, that's been my coffee journey for about like the last year. Um, I do need to get over into my, my iced coffee again, because even though it's cool today here in Texas, it's going to heat up soon. And when that happens, I can still drink coffee when it's 100 degrees outside, but there's something about having an iced coffee that's kind of nice whenever the weather starts to heat up. And I'm kind of boring on that front too. Typically, I will just stay with chameleon and just keep going on about life. But I know there's other iced coffees out there. So if you've got any tips, please let me know. I need to... It's Chameleon is sort of like my gold standard, but I know I need to branch out. I know there's other ones out there. So let me know what you think. You can, uh, of course, reach me at the Coffee Buzz Podcast at gmail.com. And yeah, I was going to uh, kind of dig into, I don't know, the episodes this week or last week. It's just I've had so many ideas and, and whatnot that I didn't really want to get into the banks and everything that's going on there. I'm just kind of sitting on the sidelines watching the economy burn. Um, but I kind of want to take a break from all that. And uh, I don't know if you feel the same. You're like, Brad, just stop talking about that stuff. You're depressing me. So um, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ease off. Maybe I'll do a, an episode on the banks here in a few weeks or maybe a month after after we have some more fallout and there's more details on that. But for this week, I, I really wanted to talk about like all this backlash that uh, people are giving Gwyneth Paltrow. Apparently, she was on the uh, Art of Living Well podcast a few weeks ago, and everybody is just uh, giving her a hard time over an answer she gave when the host asked her about sort of her diet, her daily routine, what she does. And so she started telling him, and uh, it's a combination of like intermittent fasting and uh, some type of whole food diet. And, you know, before I spoil the whole thing, why don't, why don't I just play you the clip? It's about a two minute long clip or so, but I think it's important for context. So um, if you don't mind, if you'll humor me, let me I'm going to let Gwyneth put it in her own words. That means I follow, what do you call it? It's, I'm paleo. Paleo. Yeah. yeah paleo-ish, but you're pretty paleo. I'm pretty I, paleo. I, I try to put more ish in your life and just say, yeah, you could do it, but you know, you, but you know what works for your body. I yes. think you know what foods love you back. I do. I do. So my in keeping with my Will Cole prescribed regimen, you know, I eat dinner early in the evening. I try to eat at six or six thirty. So I'm really done eating by seven. And then I do a nice intermittent fast until I usually eat something about 12 in the morning. I'll have some things that won't spike my blood sugar, right? So I, I have coffee 
I'll have a celery juice with lemon, lemon water, but I just really use the morning. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's important because as you know, I have trouble with methylation. So I'm not, my body is not a natural detoxer. I'm not good at it. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, it's absolutely a part of their biology and process. I'm not one of those people. So I get impacted by things more heavily. And then I exercise in the morning. I take my binders in the morning. I take binders for, again, like poor methylation. I'm mm-hmm. still dealing probably with some mold, even though it's probably pretty good by now, yeah. I would think. It's it's in the past. I think it's in the past. And I do try to do one hour of movement. So I'll either take a walk or I'll do Pilates or I'll do my Tracy Anderson. And then I get in the sauna. I drive rush and I get in the sauna. So I do my infrared sauna for 30 minutes. Not every day. Some days, some days I can't, I don't have time. Or sometimes I'll do the higher dose infrared blanket if I'm not home. But for me, that's it's really important for me to support my detox. So what is interesting about all of the videos, the reaction videos to this uh, podcast she was on and what she said is that they skillfully edit out the part about her having this, I think it's called, she calls it methylation or something, where she has problems detoxing her body. And so they just sort of, you know, take in the, they, they focus on the infrared sauna and how she doesn't eat until noon after having dinner. And um, then when she does break her fast, it's like with a soup or some vegetables. And then she has dinner, which is pretty much whole foods and vegetables. And they're saying all these things about how she is promoting uh, eating disorders by saying all this. And really all she's doing is, what I'm hearing at least, is an intermittent fast uh, combined with a whole food diet, which, man, she's... uh, got more self-discipline than me. Like, this is what I wish I could do, you know, minus the the bone broth and whatnot. Um, I don't get into dirty bone juice, but that's, I'm not going to attack her for that, you know, because uh, just because we're not in the same food tribe doesn't mean we don't agree on like 80% of everything else. Um, But I think people are just like mad at this because I don't, I think there's a disconnect. People want like an easy button for being healthy and being in shape and, you know, um, not trying to promote any type of body dysmorphia or anything, but it takes a lot of discipline to do what she's doing. And people just want to think, well, I can just eat, you know, processed foods three times a day and that's enough. And anybody that comes along and disagrees with that, you know, they, they sort of jump on this bandwagon and attack them. Um, but when we look at the health benefits of fasting, it's it's pretty crazy what all, you know, benefits we go through. Um, it helps with insulin levels. It's one of the only natural ways to, um, to generate human growth hormone, which facilitates in like, you know, muscle gain and cellular repair. Um, because when we go through that starvation process at like 12 to 14 hours, our body starts using fat as fuel, autophagy, I think it's called. And our body is very sophisticated. Like it takes the bad cells first. And this is where you can get into 
you know, preventing disease. It's not just like a, a vanity thing. It's, it's actually healthy. And it also like changes gene expression, which is kind of bizarre. <laughs> it's almost as though we weren't made to eat, you know, three to five times a day. But yeah, this method of uh, intermittent fasting does help keep weight in control because you burn more of that visceral fat and, you know, you combine that with the elevated human growth hormone that, that you're producing and it's, your body just kind of turns into a furnace of, of fat burning. Yeah, but she stops eating around nine o'clock or uh, she has an early dinner and she skips breakfast and has lunch around noon. That probably gives her like a 16-hour fast, which is a pretty... She's going to see all the benefits that we kind of just outlined here. Yeah, but it's almost just like they're health-shaming her. Like they're gaslighting her for not eating like crap, basically. But I do think it's it's shady the way that they just sort of take out that part about her not being able to process the... Uh, not being able to take out toxins from her body. And maybe that's why she has to, you know, have such a, a strict diet. One of the things that Gwyneth understands here is, when it comes to the whole foods, is caloric density. It's a, a phrase I had to learn, and it completely changed my attitude towards towards food. I used to be one of those people with the my fitness pal app, like uh, obsessively logging all of my calories, trying to make sure I could budget in a cheat day at the end of the week, and it it's kind of maddening to do that. And when you eat things like whole foods, you know, vegetables, fruits, they actually take up more room in the stomach than say a slice of pizza, but yet the calories are so much less. So I no longer had to count calories if I can stick to, you know, a mainly whole food diet. And that's kind of what she's doing. And a lot of the um, criticism is that, well, this isn't enough food. She's just having a soup and some, some vegetables. That's not enough. But I, I think the host at the very beginning of the, of the episode here, he said something that really resonated with me. He said, you know, that Gwyneth eats foods that agree with her body. We're all a little different in this area. You know, we all have a, foods that do well by us and maybe some that don't. And I think she's just really embracing and being um, mindful of the ones that are good for her and the ones that, you know, she should avoid. But uh, yeah, take a look at some of the, the haters out there. You won't have a problem finding them. You just search Gwyneth Paltrow uh, diet and <laughs> you'll see a bunch of it. But I, th I think they're just mad because they don't have any self-discipline. They also don't have a nutritional education. It's a lot of cognitive dissonance going on in nutrition these days. And so, you know, and it's not entirely our fault because the marketing and the food industry, they're so good at what they do. And that is to convince us that, hey, you can eat through a window on lunch break or on dinner and you can be healthy. Just get the chicken nuggets, not the Big Mac, you'll be fine. And it's a convenient lie because who doesn't want to believe that you could just eat, you know, fast food or processed foods and still be healthy? I mean, that would be, uh, that would be a very fun world, right? But it's just not reality. And we kind of have to take responsibility for this, even though they're 
very convincing in their arguments to keep us overfed and undernourished. And that is that the reason we have to be responsible is the two biggest killers in the West, heart disease and uh, cancer, both of which are self-imposed illnesses through high processed foods, high fat foods, foods without any nutrition. Our body doesn't even really know what to do with those foods because, you know, calling them food is very generous. They're more like uh, edible food-like substances. I heard someone recently say there's three pillars of wellness and longevity. Uh, One is nutrition, uh, two is exercise, and three is sleep. Uh, I think, sounds like Gwen is hitting on all three. And we just live in a world where that kind of thing is frowned upon because you're going against the herd. And so anytime that happens, the haters are going to hate. Well, thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate that. You can find me at thecoffeebuzzpodcast.com. If you want to reach out to me, it's thecoffeebuzzpodcast at gmail.com. And I'm still on one social media network. Uh, still hanging on to that one, at least for now. <laughs> it's uh, on Instagram, the Coffee Buzz PC. Check the show notes. I've got some playlists, some Wim Hof, some Wim Hof breathing techniques that you might enjoy. And uh, now I think I'm just going to curl up with some soup, watch uh, maybe some Shakespeare in Love or uh, Great Expectations. And uh, just think about being healthy. Thanks so much. I will talk to you next week.